Ryan McCarthy, watching in upstate New York, says, why does Saskatchewan have the best town names? Paradise Hill, Moose Jaw. Well, he says Flin Flon, and that's actually Manitoba. And frankly, I'm partial to Medicine Hat. How about that? I also learn something every day. We learned today that Flin Flon Manitoba stands for Flintibetty Flonaton, a fictional character from a 1905 novel. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the uh, RP Show. It's a brand new week. It's episode number 569 of Canada's Game Daytime Sports Talk Show on Game Plus TV. Sorry, Moose. I'm trying to share the show here. trying to find it. It is live, and we're live. Because there are a lot of people watching streaming on uh, Facebook and YouTube. That's right. How do you like us so far? Numbers are rolling. (laughs) Numbers are rolling. Yeah, listen. Uh, Moose rolled in here, and we're just a little out of sorts. Where were you? What were you doing this morning? Did you sleep in? Yeah. You were doing you business? Know. Yeah. Thought, I, thought I could have a weekend, but... How's business? Business is good. That's good. Business is good. Hey, listen, we do have breaking news today, which we'll get to in a moment. We'll get to in a moment. But this guy won the Paragon Award for Young Entrepreneur of the Year Friday night, and you weren't there to accept it because you were out in Alberta with me working... Yes. And we did our victory lap around Banff. That's what we did. And congratulations, Darren, on being the young entrepreneur of the year. Do you wear that beard so you don't look young? Is that the thing <laughs> or what's the deal? I know, right? <laughs> um, usually it comes out in the summer and I shave it in the winter of all things. But congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, are we moving on? It was cool. Yeah, it was cool to be there. It was cool to be in Calgary and, and Banff. And, and wish I could have been in Regina for the awards, but uh, I did my thank you on, on Instagram. And uh, thank you to everybody around here. Your acceptance speech. That plays, plays such a big role in it. Okay, well, when you get the award, when are you getting the award? I have no idea. Okay, we'll put it right on the table there. Right sure, beside, then we can talk about it. Right beside the moose. Um, on the program today, Amanda Ruler, overall badass, assistant coach at McMaster University, former uh, Lange Legends Football League uh, alum. Good catch. Yeah. Uh, had a cup of coffee with the WWE. She's just a really good friend of ours, motivational speaker, all of that. She's coming up. And Peter Lobardius, longtime Calgary Flames broadcaster. They'll be on the show today before... Okay, the breaking news is this, and I'll come back to it for the CFL and NFL fans. Chris Jones, former Cleveland Browns defensive assistant coach, four-time Grey Cup champion, just this morning has resigned as head coach of the South Pittsburgh Pirates high school football program in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, and he's coming to the CFL as a defensive assistant with the Toronto Argonauts. And we'll come back on that. But first, let's get to the... uh, the weekend photo album, okay, because the photos are great. Presented by Great Western Brewing Company. We ask you to share with us your weekend photos and get a chance to be featured on the show by using the hashtags RP Show. Let's go, guys. Or GW Beer Summer. So that is what? That's my shot. Did I take that one? I sent in a couple. This was, okay. this was mine. We got, I, got, I got right in there with the Cowboys. Bull busting. At, at Cody Snyder's Bull Busting in Calgary. Cody Snyder's Bull Busting. That was Thursday night. Thank you to the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino for having us down. You took that one too. Yeah. So these are the ones I threw in. Just wanted to get some Calgary flavor. I got a few in here. Um, we were downtown very briefly, only because we got the wrong directions. We ended up downtown. but uh, <laughs> Put in the wrong hotel. And then Zach. That's uh, Zach w- Nelson came by the Best Western Premier Inn. He's got his RP Show bunny hug on there, his Stampeders mask. He wanted to get a photo. We had a good uh, visit there. Thanks for that. Uh, that was coming home. 
World's largest teepee doesn't look as big in the photo, does it? No. What is that? Would that be about three stories high? I would say it's big. Maybe a little more. Uh, So that was on the way home from Medicine Hat. That was in Banff, and literally, that is an actual mountain behind me, folks. That was on Main Street. It looks like a Hollywood mural, like a painting. Doesn't even look real. Yeah. So we went to Banff. That was fantastic. That was a great day on Friday, and uh, that was our weekend. Not too bad. Not too. I must say. Uh, Again, share your photos with us. With the hashtags RP Show and GW Beer Summer. It's an original 16 to fit your active lifestyle, a superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5% alcohol purchased at a store near you today. And uh, thanks for that. Share your photos. I'll be posting them to Twitter a-, a little later on, but I can't because my Twitter's blowing up. Everybody's is in the CFL because Chris Jones is coming back. I was alerted to it this morning that Chris Jones was coming back to the CFL. I didn't initially know where. Again, four-time Grey Cup champion, former head coach and GM of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, very close friend of mine, and he's resigned this morning. So everybody's saying, ah, he's got commitment issues. He's, you know, he's only been in South Pittsburgh for a couple months. He was with the Rough Riders for three years. Whatever. Do you really want to know the deal? This is more the Argos story to tell, and believe me, my phone's been going off with them this morning. It's somewhat of a touchy situation But Chris Jones will fill a role on the defensive side of the football for the Toronto Argonauts, who won last Friday night. It's not really necessarily a wins nor losses issue. But here's the deal with South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, and that high school football program. They've played one game, and then they've been on the sidelines for three weeks due to COVID. So everybody's saying, oh, Chris Jones is abandoning that school and those kids. Those kids aren't playing anyways. So there was an opportunity for Chris Jones to come up from what I was initially told just for the rest of this season, which is still another 10 games-ish, 9, 10 games. Yeah. Will it go on past this season? I don't think that's been determined yet. It's for the rest of this year. But they had a need. The Argos were calling around. Chris Jones answered the call. South Pittsburgh wasn't playing anyways. So he's coming back to the CFL to start coaching probably as early as this week. That's the story on Chris Jones. And it's an upgrade for the Toronto Argonauts. Not you would think. Not anything against the personnel in that building or on that sideline, but Chris Jones is an asset to any coaching staff on the defensive side of the football. You know, he's a taskmaster, he's a leader, and he, he knows defense. So instantly, I think the Argonauts' defense is going to get better. But we'll see how this plays out and exactly how much of a role he's going to play, um, how much his fingerprints are going to be on this Argos' defense. What happens in, in Tennessee and South Pittsburgh, and does it continue beyond this year? But the commitment issues, is, is, that's just funny. That's all it is. It's fun. <laughs> I can relate. I can relate. It's funny. Yeah. But, uh, uh, it's somewhat funny, but when I consider Chris Jones a pretty close friend, mm-hmm. and I hear what, and see what's being said about him, but what I've also realized is the people that hate Chris Jones are never going to listen to reason or never like Chris Jones. It's like those that crap on me all the time you're never gonna like me for whatever reason you continue to watch the show and follow me on twitter so whatever i've kind of given up i'm okay for myself it just bothers me with what's being said about chris jones so that's why i tried to explain this what the deal is with the toronto argonauts and by the way there was something in my mind that slipped when we were going through the photo album and i want to say this i put the photos up from the bull bust in the other night and i've had i was reading you this on the way home from calgary yesterday some lady writes me and she's all up me she's like do you like bullfighting i didn't even respond don't engage as my recovery mentor gordy says uh i didn't even respond it's not bullfighting it's bull riding there's a difference 
yeah, I was raised in this. I don't know anything different. And if you have a problem that I like bull riding, then don't watch the damn show. Unfollow me on Instagram. Piss off. Why would I change? Because you're offended. I, I can't. I can't. I'm done. <laughs> Stop following me if you don't like what I'm into. Bob's your uncle. It's been nice. Guys, that doesn't fit there. The warm-up is brought to you by E. Cold Electric. Come check out our new Regina Dad and Lighting Center. E. Cold Electric, let's get to work. Now to the National Football League because we're almost – this is the quick – I got NFL, CFL, Blue Jays, tennis, more. No CFL on the TV at the Canadian Brew House in Calgary and then other sports notes, okay? So we really got to get going. Okay, let's roll. Number one, the National Football League. Listen, I got mine out of the way Thursday night. My two teams playing the Cowboys and the Buccaneers on a hell of a game. But yesterday – This is what I'll say. What are the top stories? This is our poll question today. Top stories coming out of week one in the National Football League. Aaron Rodgers meltdown, 38-3. The Packers lost to the Saints in Jacksonville. That was the um, worst loss in Aaron Rodgers' career. Eagles fly. They had their way with the Atlanta Falcons. But, I mean, I don't understand why everybody's going off about the Eagles. Who doesn't have their way with the Atlanta Falcons? Pump the brakes a little bit. But people are going, that's our other up three. Tom's last drive. I mean, come on. They come back and beat the Cowboys 31-29 on opening night. And then Kyler's Cardinals. It's not easy to go into Tennessee and and win. The the Titans are your team, Darren. The whopping leader is Rodgers meltdown 55%. He was pulled from the game. We... I saw this morning that the Denver Broncos are considering a package to trade for for, uh, Aaron Rodgers at the end of this season. It might happen by next week. (laughs) He's checked out. Yeah. No, he, that's tough, and it does. It appears that he's checked out, but I would also look at this and and not push the overreaction button and push the panic button and think that the Green Bay Packers now aren't Super Bowl favorites and this is going to be a bad year and it's going to be a train wreck and full of drama. You know, I think this is going to take some time. You know, you look at this offseason and you write it off. Rodgers wasn't with the team in the offseason. And there was so much media distraction. And it's hard to get on the same page. I kind of am comparing the situation to what Tom Brady did with Tampa last year. How you come in and it takes half the year to get on the same page and get Tom's kind of culture back into it. And with this, it's going to take three, four, five weeks to get the distraction out of the way, to get back in, to get on the same page, to get heated up here. You got to get to, you know, a point where you can play at a high level. I think by the midseason, Green Bay is going to be on top of the NFL. Yeah, really? I really do. Not a good start, however. But not a good start. That was five touchdowns for Jameis Winston? Yeah, it was five on only 14 completions, 14 to 20. So like 25% of his passes were touchdowns or more um he doesn't waste them no and then Lafleur and Rogers in the press conference afterwards I mean Lafleur says it's an embarrassment and Rogers well he can use that word I'll just say it's one game I'm like I'm feeling some tension there's a disconnect yeah uh, by the way for those in the central time zone including Manitoba it's 11-11 be aware of what you're thinking by the way I see from three dunk nation Justin says, Glenn Young has been removed as Argo's defensive coordinator on the team's official website. Expect Chris Jones to be directing the defense for Toronto. Dun, dun, dun. By the way, who do the Saskatchewan Rough Riders host on Friday night? Do Chris Jones and the Toronto Argonauts. Woo! <sighs> World's colliding, Jerry. 
So point two, CFL week six recap, does it even really matter anymore? It was so on the weekend. I know. With all of this that's going down, but what were the games? The uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers smashed the Rough Riders 33-9 in the Banjo Bowl. I'll say this. Two losses does not a season make. I can't believe how the Ryder Nation is ready to burn the stadium down over this. But they can write the ship beginning Friday night. But you're going to have some pretty motivated Toronto Argonauts coming in here Friday. Want that be something. Can you imagine? The Calgary-Edmonton game. I saw the Elks uh, coach, Jamie Elizondo, saying they deserve to be booed by the Edmonton team. Both teams deserve to be booed. Six field goals for the Calgary kicker in, a, I think it was a 32-19 win. And then the, even the TSN announcer were saying, were saying the game was slow. So, CFL's got to find a way to pick up the pace of play, I think, and get things going. Because you look at these NFL games on the weekend, and they were, they were fire. CFL was not. Uh, point three. The Blue Jays are on fire. Come on. There's almost 28 games left. Maybe 27 now. But they are in a playoff spot. This is where I'm at. I'm not taking any bunk or any heat for, for writing the Blue Jays off a couple weeks ago because I don't know baseball. I'm going by the pundits. They're the ones that need to answer. Go back and look at their headlines when they said this team was done, when they'd lost four of five, which is nothing. But they destroyed the Baltimore Orioles But over the weekend. But hang on. They got the Rays tonight in Toronto opening. The division leaders. Yeah. This is where the rubber meets the road. I would say we're going to find out whether the Blue Jays are actually for real or not, or this is just fun la-la land over the last couple of weeks. Going into New York and sweeping the Yankees in four the way they did, no small potatoes. Right. But this tonight, this will probably determine their season, this series against the Rays this week. Yeah, well, tied for Boston now for the two wildcard spots. And, you know, now it's single digits behind Tampa. When they go on a run like this, you think, man, maybe they can catch the Rays. That's a little bit unlikely, but you never know with this group. By the way, the first hour is presented by the World Rugby Sevens here at the RP Show. The World Rugby Sevens is only 12 days away now. September 25th and 26th in Edmonton, the World Rugby Sevens series features teams from across the globe with action-packed Rugby Sevens matchups. Purchase your tickets today at CanadaSevens.com. We uh, appreciate Explore Edmonton coming on board to promote the World Rugby Sevens. They're trying to get... Prairie sports fans to buy tickets to this, CanadaSevens.com. So do it, do it, and go enjoy what I'm told is the greatest sporting event on the planet, World Rugby Sevens. Uh, point four, we'll fly through these. Uh, Daniil Medvedev wins the U.S. Open. He beat Djokovic in the final. But I got to say this again, 9.9 million people watched the women's final on Saturday in Canada. Could I, that was not a misprint. That's right. I can't believe how many people watched. I love it. I totally love it. But I had no idea that tennis could possibly. That's twice what the World Juniors would get for the gold medal game. Look at. That's more than the Grey Cup. I had no idea it could happen either. But that's cool that she kind of captivated the country like that. And if Felix had made it to the final, it would have been similar on the men's side. It's fun when it, when it can kind of get into the spot like that, like that. And now it's up to the tennis community to try and keep it going. But uh it was a fun, fun uh, day. It just didn't turn out the way we wanted it to. Uh, the game, the final wasn't great, but I mean, they're plowing the serves into the net, and I'm like, yeah. this is the final? Yeah. I can do that, but whatever. Um, so that's the point. So point five, we are in Calgary together, and I put in my map sports bar. 
search nearby. Canadian brew house came up, 2.3 clicks away, Bob's your uncle. That's how you use it, guys. So we go to the Canadian brew house. We got to ask them to put on the banjo bowl. And she was like, why are you asking? I almost wondered if, I, if we had stayed long enough, would we have had to ask to put the Stamps game on in Calgary? I don't know. It seemed might probably. They had the Alabama-Mercer game on, which was fine. Roll Tide. That's my team. And they had the Jays on. Yeah, that was it. It was yeah. college football on every screen we walked in, five minutes to two o'clock. And about 10% of the screens had Jays on because they were rolling. Yeah. And then you had to ask for the uh, football game. But they didn't put the football game on. They're like, well, we're man. We got to put tennis on because there's more people watching tennis. And we've been asking. So the big screen has to be tennis. But we can put that little TV over there and that one behind you on the football game. I needed my glasses to watch because it was on a tiny little screen. And I didn't have my glasses. Okay. So I'm squinting to see the score of the banjo ball. I shouldn't have to do that on the prairies. Toronto, I could get it. Not the prairies. And did you say they put, did you mention on the big screen was the tennis final? That's right. And the sound was the tennis. And then when the tennis ended, instead of flipping the sound on the big screen over to the CFL game, they just went back to music. Mm-hmm. So a little bit surprising. Alarm bells for me. Uh, by the way, the rock star of the day for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions on Friday was the great Benny Hebert. Nicknamed Meat from the Team Cooey. And the Olympic gold medal winning uh, Team Martin, Ben Hebert, was, uh, wasn't he great? He was our rock star of the day on Friday. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think that's got it. This has been the uh, warm-up proudly presented by Ecole Electric. Actually, we were through Swifty yesterday, and we saw their Ecole Electric's huge plant there. These guys are big. Oh, yeah. And we're proud to have them. Lou joins us next. Always an entertaining chat with good people like Peter Labardius. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.